Hey, Recreators, this is Nick, and you're listening to the Life Recreated Podcast. It's a show that dives into learning, healing, and growing in mind, body, and spirit. And each week, we tackle the difficult conversations so that we can learn how to fully walk in the freedom as a new creation. So if you're ready to learn, let's dive in. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the Life Recreated channel. My name is Nick. So glad you're joining me here on this video. I want to dive into this one. This one's going to be a real quick, just straight to the point video of something I've been thinking about. And I want to talk about on this video what I believe, especially just recently and having this experience, learning what one of the hardest things to do, but probably one of the most important things that we have to learn after we experience spiritual abuse. And that's what I want to dive into today. And this actually, the story comes out of, or actually just this whole idea comes out of a story just uh, that I had recently of something that happened to me. Recently, I was doing, I started a business transaction with someone and we were beginning, like beginning the process getting into all the details of certain different things. But for the most part, our relationship that I had with this other individual was pretty much surface level. There, We had never really sat down and ate a meal or anything or really had an extensive relationship, but it was a relationship based out of doing some business and wanting to do some business. And we were, we were messaging each other back and forth recently. And the person asked me a question that I felt when I saw the question was a little bit too personal of a question to be asking, especially in the type of relationship environment that we had. Meaning that it felt like it was a question that that type of question may be appropriate to to ask in a different kind of setting different kind of environment where we probably know each other a little bit better. We've, we've shared some time together, whatever the case may be, but it was right there that I recognized this valuable lesson and something that was very important that I think, and I feel is something that we have to really focus on learning how to reestablish once we leave spiritual abuse. And what the lesson was for me was this. So once I saw that question, I decided not to respond to it because I felt like it was too personal of a question to ask. And we didn't have that relationship where I felt that this person was able or, or could be really allowed to even ask me a question of that nature. And so I chose to do something that I've been learning to do, especially recently after leaving spiritual abuse, and that's setting clear boundaries on what am I going to what am I willing to discuss with other people? What type of information about my life, about myself, about who I am, am I willing to divulge to other people and really learning how to set up and establish those boundaries? And the reason I feel like this was so important of a lesson to learn was that when you think about spiritual abuse, boundaries don't usually get crossed in a huge way. A lot of times boundaries get crossed just bit by bit. When you think about that environment or when you think about maybe that relationship, whatever the case may be, you realize that over time, you 
probably somewhere along the line allowed a person too much space and too much access to, to different parts and areas of your life without being able to learn how to really set some clear boundaries. And that's where it becomes messy. Me and my wife, we were just talking about it the other day. We were sitting down and we were just just thinking back on the fact of when the church that we were a part of, we really had no part of our lives that we was separate from that influence in that church. Your friends came out of that church. For me at the time, I was a pastor there. I was working there. So my income is tied into that. Every, everything becomes tied into this whole environment. And so therefore, it really gets to the point where you feel like it's hard for you to set up some kind of clear boundaries because some, someone or somewhere, something is always being invaded or is, is those boundaries, a lot of times they're crossed. So what I thought about when I thought about this and I had that interaction with this individual, I decided, hey, look, I'm going to set some clear boundaries here because I feel like that's a personal question. We're not on that kind of relationship. We're not really on that level. And I'm going to set this boundary here. Now, why it stuck out to me is because before, while I was in the environment, while we were in that church that we were a part of, I would have probably gotten a question like that and would have answered it and responded very quickly because I wouldn't have seen any kind of issue with somebody asking a, a personal question like that because the boundary lines had already been really blurred and really, you don't really know where those boundaries really lay. So I would have probably in, in past time answered that question without recognizing that I could set some healthy and some clear boundaries. And I believe, and if you really think about this, that if you don't have a game plan for setting these kind of boundaries, the problem that we face is that a lot of times we never know when those boundaries are crossed until it's too late. If we don't have a game plan for being able to keep ourselves and feel safe within ourselves and within the people that are around us by setting these clear boundaries, it's going to be very difficult for us to understand or recognize when we've allowed somebody to get maybe too close or, or have too much access to uh, certain areas of our lives. Because let's face it, it doesn't matter if we're in a religious organization, at work or whatever, we all are entitled to that space within ourselves that is our personal space. We're all entitled to that space internally that we know we can be safe. We know that we can we don't have to worry about this being exploited or anything like that. And so that's why I feel like it's so important for us to set boundaries. So real quick, three things. Like I said, this is going to be a real quick one. And there's something that just came to me as I had this experience. Three things that I can suggest that I learned, especially after leaving spiritual abuse, that can help to establish clear boundaries with other people. And this actually doesn't even have to just apply to spiritual abuse. It could just apply across the board. First thing, number one, we got to, we got to learn how to communicate. I had a friend back when I was pastoring back in North Carolina sometime, there was someone that was coming to the church. They had a husband and he used to always say, he used to always make this comment. And he would say, communication rules the nation, communication rules the nation. And I, that stuck out to me because it, 
he was showing and he was what he was really saying is that, listen, communicating is so key and so important for us to really get right. And when it comes to us learning how to set some boundaries, it's important for us to learn how to communicate. Now, you might be in a situation where, let's say you're in that spiritually abusive environment. It can be kind of hard to really be bold enough to communicate to other individuals. Hey, these are my spaces. These are my boundaries. Sometimes you might have to communicate with silence, right? Sometimes you might have to communicate with not responding or keeping someone at arm's distance and not having to necessarily explain why you're doing that, but letting them know by your communication that you're setting this boundary. And so that communication part is really key, letting them know, hey, look, you're maybe asking questions, you're maybe doing things that aren't making me really comfortable. They're not really making me feel safe here. And so because of that, I'm going to try and let you know that we need to maybe take a step back social distancing but in a safe way so the first thing is communicate the next thing i thought about is that you got to enforce that boundary okay i can tell somebody that something that they're doing is is making me feel uncomfortable but if i don't really now proactively put that boundary in place that person may just continue to keep crossing the line over and over again. And that's just going to lead to frustration. It's going to lead to all these different types of things. So my thing is, let me enforce these boundaries. In my situation, when I got that question, I chose, hey, look, the way I'm going to communicate to this is I'm not even going to, I don't need to respond to this question because it's too personal of a question. And it's fair for me to be able to say that. It should be fair for me to be able to say that because that's my perspective. Then, it, like I said, it moves on to enforcing that. So enforcing, meaning how do I proactively put some things in place that can help me to keep those boundaries? And then the last thing is we need to maintain those boundaries, right? Maintaining those boundaries. It's just like working out. I feel like a lot of times in order for us to keep a certain body physique, in order for us to stay at a certain health level, it requires maintenance. It requires continually going back to it, checking, making sure it could be continually in this this type of context, going back to that individual, having a conversation, communicating and say, hey, look, just want you to just wanted to remind you that this is like where my boundaries at. This is where my line is at. This is where I don't allow anybody to cross into these certain areas and these certain spaces in my life. And so wrapping that all up, those three things, communicating, enforcing those boundaries, and then maintaining those boundaries, I felt like one of the hardest and probably most important lessons to learn after spiritual abuse, just because when we learn how to establish those boundaries, now we can move into these newer environments, right? Especially after leaving spiritual abuse, we can move into these newer environments, but we can do it in, in, in a way that allows us to feel safe when we know, hey, we are able to establish these boundaries because we have the power in order to do that. A lot of times the spiritual abuse, those environments, power has been taken away from us. Power gets taken away from us. And the way it gets taken away from us is by a lot of times crossing these boundaries. So we have to go back to the start and learn how do I set healthy boundaries. That also, it might even be hard, even if we take it a step further, if we were looking at our childhood and kind of going back to that and seeing, okay, maybe our parents never really let us set 
healthy boundaries. And so now we go into this spiritually abusive system, the situation. Now the boundaries are crossed again. Now I have to relearn all of these different things on how to establish those boundaries. But like I said, it's the heart probably one of the hardest lessons, but it's one of the most important lessons for us to learn after spiritual abuse. So that's what I got for you today. Do me a favor in this video, drop a comment down below. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know what are your challenges or things that you've faced or things that you've seen with setting boundaries with others. It doesn't matter if it's in a spiritual abuse context or just relationships in general. How have you dealt with this challenge of setting boundaries with other people? And if you could, let me know in the comments down below what you probably did in order to help set those healthy boundaries and how it played out. I'd love to hear it. Keep staying tuned for what we got coming up. I got some really great conversations that I got lined up and planned that I'm working on right now to bring a lot of light to 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 this situation that happens pretty often. and. And and really just trying to bring some light and some healing so that we can have some awareness, be educated and say, hey, look, this is how this is playing out. But once we know how it's playing out within the church, wherever it may be, we can know how to figure out how to heal and how to move on. So definitely stay tuned. As always, keep learning, keep healing, keep growing. I'm going to catch you next time.